Burnout has been a hot topic in pretty much all of the media for the last couple of years. I really feel like since 2020 is when everything just really got focused on the whole concept of burning out and doing too much and all of that kind of stuff. So what is burnout and how can we avoid it? And how can we just make sure that we're not doing that? So burnout is a form of exhaustion that is caused by feeling constantly swamped. This includes things like emotional, physical, and mental stress. And it's the ongoing stress. So it's not like, oh, I'm stressed for a day. It's just the like constant stress over and over and over making things worse and continuing to just spiral and spiral until it gets to the point where you just feel so overwhelmed and so just done with everything, then you feel like you just, you just can't handle anything. Um, burnout has again become increasingly more common or at least talked about over the last couple of years, specifically since 2020 because the pandemic just like did a number on all of us and it has been quite a thing since then. If you are someone who has a full-time job and a side hustle and you're building a business and you're doing all these things, then burnout is a real option and a real like potential issue. So we want to make sure that we are not getting to the burnout stage and we want to make sure that we are taking care of ourselves so that's not happening. The problem is that sometimes you don't realize you're headed down that road until it's a little bit too late. So we're gonna talk about things that you need to put into place in your life in order to help avoid this. Now this is top of my mind because if you've been around for a while, then you might know that last year was really, really hard for me. Um, specifically last school year, I'm a teacher. So I had a really hard time in the 2021, 2022 school year. It just wore me out. It was the first true year back from COVID. And so there was a lot of like COVID issues with like, we, our school got shut down at one point and we had masks and attendance was crazy. And like, this was happening, that was happening. Um, and then there was a lot of extra additional stress on top of that, that was caused by other things at my job. My school is not very easy to work with in general. My school is a little bit extra fun. And then on top of that, we had a lot of things like schedule changes and this and that, and just a lot of things that I didn't know about. And this would happen and that would happen and it would change like the whole week. And a lot of like, just me not being informed and having to adjust constantly and just a lot of that kind of stuff. So all of that on top of me trying to build my business and I worked so stinking hard, especially from January to May, I like went at it y'all. And so I could tell like I was getting really tired and then things were starting back. We started doing after school choir and then like I started my choir that I sing in started back up in like March or April. And so there was just a lot going on. My dog died on top of all of that. So there was, there was a lot of, there was a lot of stress. There was emotional stress. There was all that kind of stuff. So the reason I'm mentioning this is because I got to the end of the year and I was just like, Oh my gracious, I am so tired. I'm over it. And I really think that I don't, I don't love using the term burnout because I feel like it gets thrown out a lot, but I think if we'd had another month of school, I probably would have reached that point of like, I'm just done with everything because I was getting pretty close. And the only thing that saved me was the fact that summer was coming and I was actually gonna be able to not deal with any of it anymore. Um, so 
that has been really on the forefront of my mind going into this school year because I don't want to have a repeat of last school year. So I thought and I researched and I really made some efforts this summer to figure out what to do. And as we're going back to school, I'm in week, oh my gosh, it's only week three and a half. <laughs> I feel like it's been like months, um, but as we go back to school, I've been really trying to be intentional with everything in my life to make sure that I don't come anywhere close to that line again. So the first thing is you need to look out for what like the signs of burnout are. So I'm going to read a couple of signs off of mindpath.com um, that are kind of some signs. So anxiety, lack of sleep, and just general fatigue. That was me. I was just talking lack of creativity and purpose, emotional numbness, and then a cynical outlook. Now, some of those are things you might just naturally have, and that's fine, but all of them combine at a point where like you just feel like you can't function well anymore is that point of burnout. Now, in addition to that, you also want to kind of keep out look, you also want to look out for the signs of burnout in you because how that manifests in you is going to look different than how it looks for other people. So for me, I found that I was getting, it was getting harder and harder to change my plans. So if something would happen, I had to change things, you know, oh, um, you know, suddenly we're having an assembly or we're having some buddies coming in my class to talk about something um, and I have to change my plans and completely rearrange the week. Um, at the beginning of the school year, it was like not a big deal, but by the end of the school year, it was so hard. And part of that was that cynical outlook. Part of it was just being tired and it just like, it got harder and harder to do that. I just like wanted to rely on that routine. It also ironically got harder to keep my routine and I could not get up in the morning. I was so tired all the time. So those are things I was so tired all of the time. I even got to the point where I didn't want to work on my business, which is something that like never ever happens. Like I pretty much always want to work on my business. I'm like, let's make products, let's make videos, let's do this, this, this. Um, and it just, from being tired and being just kind of worn out from it, I just got to the point where I was like, I don't want to make this product. I don't want to take product photos. I don't want to make a video. Like I didn't want to do those things. And those are usually things that light me up. And just in general, I saw a lot of fatigue and a lot of like, let me just lay on the couch instead of doing like productive things or even doing something fun like reading or painting and that kind of stuff. So those are things that I see in myself when I kind of am going down that path and things that I'm on the lookout for so that I, you know, they're kind of like red flags for me this year of like, okay, if I see these things happening, I know I need to really like fix something. That can be helpful because at least I have a really hard time, um, honestly, diagnosing stress and anxiety and that kind of stuff. And so I have a hard time being like, oh, hey, I'm stressed. I need to stop being stressed. More likely it's like, I have so many things to do. I need to do all the things. And I kind of get into that mode instead. So what can you do about this? We're talking now, I'm not talking about once you are burned out. I'm talking about like, what can we do on a daily basis to make sure that that's not happening? So number one is to find headspace. Y'all headspace is my favorite part of summer as a teacher. I love days off because I have so much headspace. I'm not talking about the app headspace. I'm talking about literally like space in your brain to think. So in order to have space in your brain to think, you need to have some 
quiet. So finding quiet throughout your day. This can be really, really, really hard, but a couple things I have found that have helped. Um, number one is I always take at least half of my lunch. 15 minutes is kind of my max, is kind of my minimum. And during that, I just eat. I don't watch anything. I don't get on Instagram. I don't read. I don't work. I literally sit at my desk. I usually like spin in my little spinny chair. And I sometimes will have like some soft music playing in the background and I will just eat my yogurt and blueberries and granola in the quiet. And it might feel weird at first, but having that quiet, like I find that I actually get to think. And so I actually am like, oh, I should do this. And oh, this is a good idea. And it's just really nice to have like a second to stop and chill and actually like relax and just it. I also look for some quiet in other areas of my life. So one thing I did was I stopped listening to podcasts. I know that might sound horrible because I used to be very into podcasts. I know a lot of you are into podcasts, but I stopped listening to podcasts on my way to work because I was listening to podcasts on the way to work. And then like I spend all day, I teach music y'all like my room is loud. There is a lot going on. And so it's like just noise all day long. And then I'd get in my car and I'd listen to podcasts and then I'd get home and I'm just like, just noise everywhere. And so I stopped listening to podcasts and I started listening to, um, and I started listening actually to worship music because at first I was listening to just kind of whatever I wanted to, but I find that worship music puts me in a much better mood and I am much more likely to be nice Miss Davis at work. So I, I found that that's been really good for my, you know, emotional self. Um, but you can listen to whatever you want, but I would suggest something like calming and something quiet so that you can kind of use your drive to think, assuming you're not, you know, also transporting children because that changes things. But that's something that helps me. One other thing is basically just like turning off the TV. So like taking a bath in the evening, reading a book, doing Sudoku, or just pretty much anything that involves turning off the TV. When I am watching TV, I try not to spend too much time doing that, like watching and scrolling at the same time, because that's kind of a lot. And instead, like if I'm watching TV, I try to watch TV. And if I'm on Instagram, I'll be on Instagram. Now that's kind of hard because I do try to answer messages in the evening while I'm sitting at the couch. So sometimes I do both. So don't like quote me on that, but I do try to make sure that I'm putting my phone away and just watching TV if I'm gonna watch TV or going upstairs taking a bath or, you know, playing music or doing like, like playing my cello or, you know, stuff like that that helps in that way. Um, one thing that's helped with that is having my choir. So I sing in a choir and that means that every Monday night I can't do work. I can't watch TV. I have to focus on the music and it helps me to get out of everything else because I can't sit at choir and think about work and I can't sit at choir and think about the business. I have to think about the notes on the page and what's going on and blending and all of those kind of things. And so it forces me to do that. Another thing that kind of forces me to do that is exercise. So when I'm like working out, I can't think about anything else. I have to worry about what I'm worry about working out. And so that's another way I create a little bit of space. Um, taking the dog for a walk, that's a great one. We're not going right now. I'm sorry. Um, that's a good one though to help like, you know, again, just get some quiet. I do that. I don't listen to anything. I just walk with the doggy. Now she's wagging her tail. I know you're very cute. I'm gonna come cuddle in a second. 
also good for mine. Um, number two is to plan out your day. So plan your day, know what you're gonna do, when you're gonna do it. You don't have to follow the plan, but have just a general outline of what you're gonna do. That way you can go ahead and schedule in things like, oh, maybe I should take the dog for a walk. Maybe I should take a bath and that kind of stuff. You can schedule in those times if you know what you're doing throughout the day. If you don't know what you're doing throughout the day, you're just getting up and doing whatever the heck you want to, then you're not going to be able to have those times because they, they, they just your tasks expand and then they, the whole day is gone and you don't know where it went. So be intentional about your day and plan it out so that you can plan all of those things. This also helps if you're like me and you always think you can do more than you actually can because once I start planning my day and I start blocking things out, I have, I use the full focus planner. So I usually write down the tasks and then on the side it has like hourly plans. So sometimes I'll like start jotting down in the hourly section and then I run out of hours and I'm like, oh, I can't do all of that. And that's much better for me than getting to the end of the day and be like, I didn't do anything. I didn't do anything because I planned too much, not because I didn't do anything. So that's helpful for me and my mental health. While you're planning your day, we're gonna go to number three, and that is evaluate all of the tasks that you do. As teachers, we get kind of like two New Year's, which is really helpful because twice a year you can set goals, twice a year you can make plans, and twice a year you can sit down and say, why am I doing the things that I'm doing? And are they actually useful? And do I need to do them? I've been really questioning pretty much everything this year. And so every task I do, I'm like, why am I doing this? Do I need to do this? Is this the best use of my time? Is there something else I could do? And just questioning yourself about each task is really helpful because you have options. You can keep the task exactly as is. You can make a system for the task that makes the task easier. You can automate the tasks. So maybe you don't have to do it at all. Maybe you can like set up some kind of automation. Like I have Roomba that vacuums the floors downstairs. So I don't have to worry about the vacuum unless like people are coming over and I really want the floors to be super, super clean. But for the most part, I really don't vacuum too much because Roomba vacuums every single day. So I don't need to worry about that. That's an automation. You can also delegate. I guess Roomba could also be a delegator, but that means giving up the task to somebody else. Is this something that you have to do or is this something that somebody else can do? Can you pay someone to come clean your house? Can your husband take out the trash? Can your kids do the dishes? Like, can somebody else do this? Do you actually have to do it? Why are you in charge of this thing at school? Do you have to be in charge? Yes, I have to be in charge of choir. Do I have to be in charge of PBIS? No, someone else can do that. So really just evaluate, like, do you need to do it? And finally, some tasks you can just eliminate. There's some things, especially things in my business that I am not doing this year. And some of them I would love to do, but I just was like, I need to get rid of some stuff. And so it's the one that didn't make the cut. And so there's some things that you just, you don't have to do. And so just look at it and think about it and think, why am I doing this? Do I need to do this? Like y'all, I used to like meal prep all my meals on Sunday and it was super stressful trying to like get all my lunches and breakfast. And now I don't do that. Every morning I have a smoothie, so I have a system. And for lunch, I just take all my stuff to school. I have a little mini fridge. I just assemble it at school. 
may not be the best system, but it's working much better than trying to like stress myself out on the weekend, trying to get everything prepared. The next one is to find a hobby. I know you're probably like, Becca, I am already stressed and already busy, so I don't need a hobby, but hear me out. Having a hobby, and specifically if you're someone who spends a lot of time on the computer, a non-computer hobby is a really good way to unplug from school and unplug from business. And if you're someone who has a full-time job and a side hustle, it could feel like all you ever do is work because sometimes all I ever do is work. And so having a hobby helps to break that up so you don't work 24 seven because it's really easy to work 24 seven when you are working at work and then you come home and you work on your business. It's really easy to just work and work and work and work. So having a hobby breaks that up because you have something else to do. It also gives you something to look forward to, something to be excited about and something to do that's hopefully not watching TV. Not that I'm anti-TV because you know your girl loves Gilmore Girls, y'all, it's almost fall and I was already like, I'm gonna watch Gilmore Girls this fall. Or like The Flash just like released a new episode, so I would like to get on that train. But I'm not anti-TV. However, in excess, there's just better things to do with your life. So maybe have a hobby. Maybe you maybe you can have a hobby where you can also watch TV while you do your hobby. But have something that you can do that's just different that gets your mind off of work is going to help you to de-stress. Which takes us to our next one, which is find ways that are actually going to help you de-stress. So when you have days like my day yesterday that are just way too stressful, you gotta find some way to get rid of that. And unfortunately, stress eating is not the best way. I know it stinks, but it has unintended consequences. So you need something else to do. So when you are stressed, what is something you could do when you are stressed to de-stress? So yesterday, like I said, I had just a rough day at school and I came home and I was just not feeling anything. And so I took the dog on a walk. I sat in the bathtub and read. And then I kind of took care of myself in a more physical, like literal way and like washed my hair, folded the laundry, made dinner, like did all of those things that just needed to get done. And then I was able to work on my business and feel pretty productive and feel like I had a pretty good day. Um, and today was much better. Thank the Lord, because yesterday was rough and I was not here for it. So when you are like actively stressed, what are you gonna do about it? How are you going to de-stress in order to not feel that way? Make sure that you're doing that. Along with that, look at your anxiety levels. Um, I'm not talking about like clinical anxiety, but just like low grade anxiety because I'm not a doctor. But when you are feeling anxiety, especially if it's about certain things, try to get to the root of it and figure out what is causing you to be anxious so that you can address that. And then you gotta find ways to let that anxiety go. Again, not talking about clinical anxiety. If you need to go see a doctor, that's a totally different thing. But on a low grade way, if you are just feeling anxiety about stuff, like how can you get rid of that? How can you stop? How can you just let it go? Um, I'm a Christian, so you know, we get to pray and then we can let things go, which is really good. You can just give it to God. Um, but you need to have some kind of way that you can let things go and not stress about them. Because the reality is, whether you're stressed about it or not, tomorrow's coming. If you're stressed about work, you still got work tomorrow. If you're not stressed, you still got work tomorrow. So it's kind of like there's almost no 
point in having anxiety about it. And I know that those are feelings. So get to the root of the feeling, figure out what it is that's causing the anxiety. See if that's something you can fix and then find ways to let it go or at least let it not affect you nearly as much. And the last one was honestly the most important, so I'm not sure why I saved it for last, but the last one is to make sure you are taking care of yourself in the most literal sense. Self-care these days tends to be like, oh, self-care, do a face mask, do, you know, go have a spa day. And those things are fun and they're exciting. And I just told you yesterday, I took a bath and I took the dog on walks. Like we had a great time. Um, but on a normal day-to-day -day basis, the best thing you can do for your self-care is to literally take care of yourself. Eat healthy food. Go to sleep. Exercise. Drink water. I know it's not like, you know, super fun and exciting, but those are the things that are going to help you in the long term to feel better. Also taking care of your like emotional and spiritual wellness as well. And you know, whatever you believe, um, just making sure that you find ways to like tune into yourself and to tune into the spiritual side and making sure you're feeding that side of you as well, whether that's like journaling or reading some, you know, more like inspirational books or reading the Bible or praying or like whatever it is that you do, make sure you're tuning into those sides of you as well, because you have a lot of different areas. You have your physical health, your mental health, your emotional health, your all of those kind of things, and you gotta take care of all of them. So I know that was a lot, but that's a couple of things to help you to not reach the point of burnout. Um, you wanna keep on top of this so that you don't get to that point and you don't get to the point of just overwhelm and overwhelm and overwhelm. You wanna stop it before it gets to be difficult. If you want more information, I do have a book called The Happier Teacher Life that's all about like teacher specific self-care that's all like very practical because you know I like practical things. Um, so I will leave a link to that. It's available on Amazon and you can grab it down below. Um, it's got some of the stuff that we talked about. I kind of wanna update it with like more information now that I'm you know, it's been a few years, but it's got a lot of really good tactical, practical, helpful things in there. So thank you guys so much for watching. I would like to know all of your tips, so leave them down below in the comments and I'll see you later. Bye.